Hello and welcome to Debriefing the UFC. This was the show that Ungimmicked and Friends put together at the end of December. So today, Connor McDonald joins me, Marcel Souza, in talking to Ken Shinamagi. Hello, Shin. Hello. Shin, I love you. Me too. I, I That's love two you of us that love you. <laughs> just to, I just had to get it out there. I had to just let it out in the open. Thank you. Yeah, I'll you know, We had two friends that composed the friends parts of Ungimmicked and Friends. Shin was one of them. And uh, I remember Alex in the thank yous that, that he did at the end of the show. Uh, he said something that was absolutely true. He was like, Shin, uh, before we ever asked you to join us, you were already saying yes. And you were ready to help with everything that you could. So here is another formal thank you for all the work that you put into this project. Yes. Like, I know. I knew he's gonna like send something about, maybe, I guess, the show. So I already had yes on my tab. <laughs> so it was like ready to send, you were just waiting. I was waiting and then send, click. So Shin, your involvement in the show, you were the first uh, duo to perform. You performed alongside Matthew O'Neill and you guys went with quite a bold approach because <laughs> we, we did three duos. But you guys were the only real duo that performed at the same time, at a distance. You had the two frames on Zoom, and you guys were ping-ponging back and forth, taking things from one another. How was practicing for this? Practicing was actually um, a little bit hard because the first problem we had was the time difference. Uh, Matthew is three hours ahead of me. And also, I think... Because Matthew started working, the time we can practice got, you know, shorter and we couldn't really practice a lot together. But um, because we are both kind of like creative in, I guess, those new environments, um, every time we had a session, we will, we will come up with, each, uh, both of us will come up with ideas and we will kind of like throw ideas to each other. And then from there, it kind of like slowly got better and improved, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because you and Matthew both are just like, well, Matthew just lives and thinks in images, right? So this guy thinks of the most absurd stuff and he's like, okay, how can I make that happen? And you are literally just the creative legend. You will, you just go like, <laughs> I am going to make this happen, whether it like it's impossible or not, it will happen. So what was, how did you guys come up with the idea that, that you did? First explain what the idea was and how you got there and what that process was like. So, um, because we knew that we were the first duos to perform during the show, um, we didn't like officially put out this goal, but I think we were both kind of aiming for these two goals, which is one, we need impact, because we are the first performer. So we need impact, like strong magic, lots of wow moments. And second part that we kind of tried to do was to use this environment as an advantage. Like, even though we live really far each other, from each other and there's time difference we try to use this new zoom situation zoom environment as our power i guess mm -hmm. you mentioned uh, and i want to to underline this the time difference because matthew lives all the way in maryland and you are in southern california so there's three hours between you yes. matthew did get a job and he was working 25 plus hours a week <laughs> yes and preparing a show mm -hmm. uh and uh, it's just incredible uh creatively and magically i want to touch on what you just said using the zoom platform to its full extent that's something that we've been preaching 
uh, as in gimmick for so long. It's uh, our usual discussions of Zoom magic always go to, but what can you do that's Zoom specific? And I think you guys just hit it out of the park. I think like the really base base idea came from um, my experience in Wizard Wars. That's like that happened back in um, <laughs> guess, September or October. Um, I think the people who's listening to this have no idea, but um, in that Wizard Wars, tell Word, us a little bit about it. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Tell us the idea. So, Wizard Wars, it's like a um, it's like a game where David Doyle, our junior program top guy, he will assign us some um, props to use, and within a month we have to come up with a uh, five minute act which involves using those props that you were assigned. And what I did was, it was like very Zoom special, I guess. Uh, most of the tricks I did was, um, I present the prop, or I say, oh, I'll be using this, let's say, planker. And then at the end, everything, or like all the props that you see on the table is now either a thin piece of paper or I can break it like a Lego and disassemble the props. It's important to note that that Wizard Wars performance left a whole entire Zoom call of more than 50 people with their jaws on the floor. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, one of the it was mo- insane. It, it was one of the most incredible uh, performances I've ever seen, full stop, when you factor in the Wizard Wars. It's, creatively, it was ridiculous. So it, it's it's interesting that you use that uh, that game and that activity that we did as part of the Junior Society of the Magic Castle, and you wanted to springboard that into your creative process for this show. Because both of us like those kind of um, tricks and shows, like no matter like what environment you're in, use use that place or use that environment. And because I already had that kind of like a little touch on this Zoom environment, it wasn't really hard coming up with um, ideas and... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Um, Let's just be clear. What Shin and Matthew did was that they had a portal that Matthew stuck his hand into a tissue box and as it disappeared, it came through Shin's table to grab a deck of cards, right? So it traveled through the zoom <laughs> to the other side of, of Shin's screen. And like, it was just, it was absolutely insane. So you had to build it. And what was that process like of building a, I, I don't even know what, I don't know what to say. <laughs> we, we don't want you to give away any, any magic secrets. That's not what we're asking. We're, we're really asking about that, that process of from idea to creativity, to execution, and then to showtime. Yeah, like how many times did it take you to build, like to work on it? What was that process like? I don't think this like gives out too much, but um, I didn't think the biggest um struggles I had was the lighting. I guess my lighting when I was doing that uh, routine. Um, and what's difficult about that is um normally when we uh, Meth and I practice our routine, uh, we will practice around like six p.m. or seven p.m. Kind of like. It's like getting a little bit dark. So I liked that lighting. But the actual <laughs> show, um, I think we, we did it around like, was it two? Or like, was it two? Yeah, so the show was at two. show was at two. So I had to get on to the Zoom like hour before and kind of like set up all the lighting, the angles, and, like which angles work the best. Mm, like the trick itself, um, because we both had like, clear image in our head like we want to do this and uh, when we tried to approach the idea um, Doom was a really 
good environment to try it out, I guess. Ah, it's, it's hard to, you know, not give it away, and like... I, I understand. Uh, but that, let me let me underline the, the fact that you guys really have this idea, and then you just wanted to do it, so you, you then you have to consider all the different variables that come into play. And this is why I was so interested to be able to have this conversation with you and ask you about these things. Because when, when I, like, even in my type of magic, now as I'm doing more Zoom stuff and I'm getting into cameras, I'm starting to think about lighting. That's not something that was ever up in my radar. I'm assuming that most people that are listening to this don't even consider that when you're doing a magic show, sometimes light is a big factor. So it's it's cool to see, like, all the different things that you really have to consider, think about, uh, plan, organize, make sure they're in order to then be able to execute this show properly. I think um, when we first started like planning out this show, it was like a month and a half before the actual show. Yeah. <laughs> like the first two or three weeks, we had a completely different things planned for our show. We weren't even planning to do, to do Matrix, like the coin assembly thing. And we weren't even touching about the hand going through the tissue box and appearing on my table like we we didn't have any of that and those pieces um the ideas came into us when when it got like closer to the actual show and we were kind of like oh she like what are we gonna do and we were <laughs> in that like pressure although it was like like first we thought it might be you know like too difficult or like might not be um achievable but i guess when we were under pressure uh we, we did it, I guess. Yes, you did. <laughs> and, and amazingly, if that's even... Like, you did it brilliantly. Yeah. Right? It was so... It was, like, literally... Everyone's face during the audience just was like, What? Like, how? What? It was so crazy. <laughs> it's really funny talking about it because it just it's reminding me of that chapter in uh, Darkest Corners, Ben Hart's book, that he's talking about magic through, like, doing magic on the radio. And now talking about magic uh, on a podcast makes me gives me the same vibe of like I hope people understand what we're talking about. I know we're talking about concepts and oh a hand goes in here and pops up there. You should have been there. Should have been at the show. It'd be much easier to understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As I don't know if I've said this before on on the first two episodes, but I I want to say it now because Shin, I only saw your set the day before the show yes true like the full yeah the show was the 20th i only got to see the full final product that you and matt put together on our overhaul rehearsal on the 19th so it, again as uh, yes it's another pat on my own back and <laughs> our own back in this case but yeah we did this in a month and a half and we just coordinated with each other perfectly and we made it happen i am so, so proud of like everything yes that's that's As i think that's be. all of us this th yeah. it was a great project and just so much fun yeah well shin thank you so much for joining us and for giving us your insight on your parts in in this show check out the other episodes that we have released we have this is episode three there will be three more, a total of six. So next week, look forward to a conversation that I will have with Austin Jenick. So Connor's not going to be here with me next week. I'll miss you. Sad face. I'll miss you too. So, but we'll be back eventually. <laughs> we will. 
once again, a big thank you to, to Shin for being part of the show, part of the team, and part of the podcast. Follow us on the socials at Ungimmick. And we will see you again very, very soon. <laughs>